listen to pickles and vodka and your burnout will be cured. Yes. Or maybe we'll just make you think about it more. You'll realize you have burnout from listening to this and we'll stress you yes. out even more. <laughs> That's what was going on. friends and welcome back to another episode of pickles and vodka the mental health podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations i'm christina and i'm lauren and today i am currently sitting in bed in my new apartment with my cat next to me with a monster what are you doing i have a not wet so much as damp dog sitting in my lap because I decided to give him a bath before this. Is that a huge ordeal? It's not because he he takes it pretty well, even though he hates it. The worst part is at some point when I'm trying to like rub the soap in him and everything, then I feel like he just kind of gives up and his legs like slide out from underneath him. <laughs> just like, I can't get around your body if you're going to sink to the floor. That's kind of how I feel when I go to the doctor. Yes, that's um, <laughs> so many people gave us some great feedback on our pet episode last week, and I just wanted to say thank you. Today is a different kind of episode, though. Uh, we will be reading the answers to the latest pickle poll, which is all about drumroll, Lauren. Burnout. <laughs> Burnout. <laughs> you were supposed <laughs> to do a drum roll. I did. Did you not hear it? No. Oh, so sometimes Zoom will like automatically um, (laughs) repress background noise. It doesn't think that I wanted my drum roll to be heard. Yeah, this is why I don't like to use Zoom. Stupid Zoom. Stupid Zoom. Um, This podcast (laughs) is not sponsored by Zoom, nor do we approve of of Zoom. No. Um, (laughs) And now it never will be. (laughs) Now it never will be. I don't think I've ever heard of a podcast that was sponsored by Zoom. Like, can you imagine the size? No. Of oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. Okay. Before we talk about burnout, um, I wanted to get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way. First of all, the podcast has hit 7,000 downloads as of this morning. <laughs> and that seems really small. I know, like, compared to a lot of other podcasts, but listen, it's big for us. Yes. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Uh, and I would just want to say thank you to everyone who listened and gave us support and feedback. And we love you all. Everyone who's welcoming me. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like there was another thing I wanted to talk about for housekeeping. Oh, I remembered, but we'll talk about it at the end. Okay. Uh, it's how to leave a voicemail. Oh, Some okay. People are confused. So if you are just dropping in every other week, we put out a pickle poll, which is a question for listeners to answer. And what it does is start a conversation about mental health. And um, the reason we picked burnout is because it's been getting a lot of t- attention lately. And it's also been really relevant in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But what I don't want this to be is like a typical burnout episode, because I feel Personally, I have heard the word burnout so many times in the last couple of years. It makes me want to like punch someone. Yeah. It's one of those things that's gotten the same sort of thing. Like every time my boss says, we'll circle back. Oh my God. I just want to throw myself out a window. It's one of those sort of phrases. (laughs) I hope this email finds you well. (laughs) Yes. I hope this email doesn't find me at all, actually. Um, (laughs) That was not original. I stole that from a, a meme or something. Okay. (laughs) So Lauren, what do you think of when you hear the word burnout and how does it apply to you? I, (laughs) I think of for myself, 
that I would probably be very unlikely to recognize it because that's the sort of person I am. I feel like I would just convince myself, at least for me, that it's not real and push myself through. And who knows how many times I've experienced it. Like, it's one of those things that I understand other people if they say like, oh my God, you know, like I have just been go, go, going and I've had so much going on and I can understand and sympathize. Like, yeah, I see why you feel burned out. But if I start to feel that way, I'm just like, you're just being a baby. Just <laughs> keep going to work. <laughs> Yeah, I, I find myself doing that too. For me, it's like I have so many good things in my life currently that like when I do feel burned out, I'm like, you have no right to feel this way. Yeah, that's a really hard thing too. I think when like positive things are also very stressful and causing a lot of stress. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for me, I, I moved this week and right. that's a perfect <laughs> example. Like moving is exciting. Mm -hmm. The new place is great. But it's just been taking over my life. Like I haven't really been able to think about anything else. Moving is hella stressful, even if it is like a good thing. That'll be you in a couple months. I know. <laughs> so the pickle poll was, what does burnout look like in your life and how do you cope with it? Maybe we should talk about what burnout isn't, first of all. Okay. Mm -hmm. When we are talking about burnout today, we don't mean like depression, like not being right. like, I don't know. Dep of course, Dep depression is a whole different monster. I agree. Yeah. I see burnout as a symptom of depression and mm -hmm. like maybe a symptom of other things, or it could just, like you said, sneak up on you and not and come into your life innocuously. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden you wake up and you realize, I don't know when the last time I did something fun is. Yeah, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I mean, lately I feel like I don't have any hobbies or any friends. And I know that's not true, but it feels that way because I've been putting down my head and just focusing on just one thing. Yeah, I've definitely had a lot of things I've had to, to work on and just like a lot of things that had to be taken care of. And like we said, some are negative and some are positive. And I've just been go, go going at some point and realized, when did I last just go out and talk with a friend? Yeah, <laughs> I want to start playing these voicemails we got right away mm -hmm. because they're so good and they're going to start good. so many <laughs> conversations. Uh, but first, I'm just checking one more time if we got any on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Just, it's just spam. <laughs> okay, so um, I want to start with a voicemail left by um, a friend of the pod, Orion. Uh -huh. um, Orion has been listening for a while, and if you guys don't remember, he's the one that sent in the art that I posted a few months ago. He sent in a print of a jar of pickles with a, a shot of vodka next to it, and it says imperfect and okay. Oh, I saw that. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So Orion is an OG friend of the pod, um, and he sent in a voicemail answering this pickle poll. So we're going to just uh, play it and go from there. Hey, it's Orion here, just stopping in, first of all, to say that I'm loving Lauren on the podcast. I love your co-host dynamic. Her first episode was one of my, one of your best, for sure, I think. No! And <laughs> I really hope that you guys continue to record together. You uh, will. Guests or no guests, you guys are great. Super happy to hear you always. 
and I'm just popping in to talk about your latest pickle poll about burnout so you can cut out this like first voice message because I can only Never. do like a minute at a time. <laughs> it just got me thinking a lot about how burnout manifests in my life and brought me to some realizations. So uh, here we go. So I've always kind of suspected <clears throat> that I uh, have bipolar disorder because I feel like manic depression is like a really big factor in my life, both like the constant urge to be in motion and accomplish things versus just like total anhedonia and lack of like pleasure and like extra energy at the end of the day to really have a personality in myself. And those are like three big factors of burnout is emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and decreased sense of accomplishment, according to Herbert Freudenberger. And so to me, that looks like getting like the basic necessities of work done and like work addiction. Um, and then not knowing really who I am or what to do once that work is done. So while technically I am like getting things done that I want to do in life, uh, I'm like working like over 40 hours a week or getting my whole house cleaned and, and all the shit, you know, getting my volunteer shifts in, you know, I'm not really getting enough showers per week. I'm not really reaching out to my friends as much as I'd like to. I don't have the energy at the end of the day to create the art that I want to create. And I don't have the luxury of having balance in my life. Just it's all burned up with work and like to relax. I, I just need to complete that stress cycle. So to relax, I just turn to drugs or alcohol or mindless distractions. <laughs> just like cannot be in my body because my being in my my body demands attention that I don't have the energy to give to it. So throughout the day I'll have like a lot of unprocessed thoughts and feelings because I'm just like trying to, I don't have like the energy to really process my thoughts and emotions on things. Like my head is so busy and so all my thoughts show up in the middle of the night and so I cannot sleep. I've just got insomnia and so like throughout the day I'm all jacked up on caffeine and it's a vicious cycle. It's called out. Just like mm -hmm. a, every day is just a drag and like I have to cut corners all the times so like I've got to prioritize what I'm going to give my energies to and yeah just I, I never have time for fun never time for like big enjoyment or little enjoyment and so that's what burnout looks like to me and so really my whole life is just coping with burnout at the moment I feel truly so coping with burnout for me looks like damage control basically keeping myself clean keeping my environment clean, and really just trying to find enjoyment and purpose in all the little things that I can experience, even if that's just going for a walk, even if that's seeing a friend once a week, or just like texting somebody, like cold texting somebody. Like if I can just put all of my effort into that, it's better than nothing, I feel. I really don't see Agreed. myself escaping this cycle at the moment. So, hey. If we gotta cope, we gotta cope. And maybe like spread like butter over too much bread, as Bilbo Baggins <laughs> says. But, oh uh, you know, nothing good Tolkien with a thick up. slice of buttery toast. So, that's life, I guess. I really wish, I wish that I had more profound insights on this subject, but it's very new to me and I'm learning about. It's okay, and It's especially difficult being <laughs> like trapped within this cycle currently. But I can sort of like visualize a life outside of just like basic survival, even though I'm not really there at the moment. 
like I take my liberties in smaller ways and I think that if small things are all you can do when you're trapped in like a larger cycle of burnout but you can't like escape that cycle so um, enjoy oh, it oh. because life is still happening right now and that's something that's good to zoom out and remind yourself of the bigger picture life is still happening even when life is a little too much so stay crazy <laughs> stay alive Cut out I think there, most but... importantly if I have anything profound to say is that preserve your energy for what you love at the end of the day like preserve your energy for your friends or your art anything that sort of gives you any kind of passion for life forsake work forsake productivity for that because at the end of the day like you need to replenish your energy like you have a finite amount of energy and find what drains your energy and what gives you energy and just focus on trying to create a balance i guess that's the advice i'd give myself or i try to um thank you for the energy that you put into this podcast because it brings me a lot of joy so thank you bye-bye oh my god orion there's so many good quotes that he yeah, said i was nodding along through the entire thing like uh-huh uh-huh yep i got it <laughs> when he said forsake productivity and forsake work and preserve your energy for the things that really make you happy first of all you don't think that's profound, Orion, but it's extremely profound. I'm in <laughs> awe of the profundity of it all. I actually just sat there and thought about that because I was like, wow, I never thought of it that way. It's so, a lot yeah. to think about. Um, I had to look up the word that he used at the beginning, uh, anhedonia. <laughs> I was going to say something about that. Like it's too early in the morning for those kind of words. <laughs> Um, so anhedonia means the inability to feel pleasure. Oh, okay. And it's, oh my God, it like everything you said was so true. Mm -hmm. Even when you have a lot of good things in your life, like, you know, you're gainfully employed, you volunteer, you are keeping a clean house, you're taking care of your pets. That still takes up so much of your energy. And even if it's a good thing, it can still lead to burnout. Yeah. It really hit me when he said like, you know, you just keep going and doing everything you have to do. So when you have a chance to actually stop, it's like, you don't know who you are and that, yeah. and just like saying, you know, you just end up using substances to numb out because mm -hmm. you just don't, you can't be in your head. Yeah. You don't it, know any other really way. Struck a chord. <laughs> Same. It's really hard. Like for me, when I am burnt out, I do turn to substances a lot. And in the past, like eating disordered behaviors, because mm -hmm. it's too exhausting to think of anything else. Like I know that there are other ways that I can relax, but in the moment I'm just too fucking tired to try to come up with them. Yeah. And I think that's some of it too, is I, I have my chance to relax and I will do something like that because if, I just try and stop, then my brain is still running a million miles an hour mm -hmm. and I need it to somehow, I'm like, this is my chance to relax. I need you to shut up, please. Exactly. But like, when I do that, I always feel cheated in the mm -hmm. end. Like, mm -hmm. okay, this wasn't as relaxing as I was led to believe and I still feel burned out. So that turns into a spiral of like, better use more substances to cope. If you'll allow me to dig into my years of therapy, I imagine how this would respond is that if you're doing that, you are just running away from it in the moment. And once you're done running, it's all still there and it comes yeah. right back. So it doesn't help. It doesn't get rid of it. <laughs> 
I mean, the hardest thing about recovery for me in the last year, um, and just to clarify, like recovery from bulimia, um, mm-hmm. although I am in recovery for some substances as right. well. Um, <laughs> it, it's a slippery slope, a, a gray area, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> What did you just say, Lauren? I'm so sorry. I said that, that you're just kind of like putting off the, the bad feelings <gasps> yes. instead of like yeah, erasing them. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like the hardest part of recovery for me is that I thought my problems would like get better, but really they just became more clear. Oh, and so yeah. because I am not focusing so much on my eating disorder these days, I, I'm more aware of like my job, for instance, and even the podcast, um, As you all have heard, the reason that I brought Lauren on as a co-host was because I was so burnt out with the podcast. I was doing it all by myself and like not really balancing it with healthier things like Orion mentioned. So this is a very relevant episode. It's so relevant. (laughs) And that's kind of why I I picked it. We we still have to figure out how we're going to come up with like future ones. We could take turns with that too, honestly. Like you could pick the next one if you want. Okay. Anyway, staying focused. I, I honestly, I'm just still processing that voicemail. That was incredible. I know. Thank you, Orion, so much. We love you. I, I'm glad we have access to it. I will listen to it again. <laughs> I know, me too. It's so good. We'll take like a, a quick little sidebar, housekeeping sidebar. Um, if you all want to leave us a voicemail, it's even easier now. So you go to our website, anchor.fm slash pickles and vodka, and then you click the button that says message and it picks up your microphone. Like you select your microphone and then you can record as many messages as you want. And they're like a minute each, I think, but I stitched them together. So nice. yeah, it's so easy. You can also leave us voicemails and in Instagram, but it's a little bit harder to export those. So moving forward, if you all could just um, use Anchor, that would be fantastic. Um, anything else to say about Orion's voicemail? Like I said, it just, I've never, I, I didn't know how much I had to say about burnout. And then I just heard it like my life described. So that was yeah. really, yeah, that was just all encompassing. It was really really good to hear. I think that's one thing, uh, one misconception that we do have as a society about burnout is that we think it's this new thing that has emerged and just fucked everyone over and that it happens in big ways, but that's not really the case. Um, I think the, the burnout, like I said, can be really innocuous and kind of sneak up on you and it can be the result of good things. Like we said, yeah. And I think it's just because it somehow became a buzzword. That's why we're treating it like yeah. it's a new thing, but it's not like just because we didn't have the exact word to describe it, it was still happening. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and I really like how he talked about art. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause I get that too. Yeah. I mean, you were in a band, like, did you experience burnout when you were doing that? Um, I don't think of that so much as, um, just in general, I've always been a very musical person. I started taking piano lessons when I was four. I was in lots of competitions and things like that for it. And by the time I was in high school or like early college, then I know, I mean, I really enjoyed playing piano at that point. I you know that would be a thing that I would do. I would do it almost every day. I'd sit down. It was, it was a great thing. I found like if I was waiting for a friend to pick me up and they were late, then I was just like, oh, well, you know, it won't bother me because I can just sit here and play and, you know, enjoy myself until they, they managed to get here. And 
more in the past, like even 10 years, I would say, I feel like there's so many times where I just think like, when is the last time I sat down at my piano and played? And it could be mm. over a month ago. And I'm just like, it's something that I really loved and made me feel so good when I do it. Why don't I make time to do it? But it's like when you are making time to do it, your mind is still so full of all the other stuff that it's hard to enjoy it. And that's the, the sucky thing about burnout. Yeah, it's like, because it was something I got so much enjoyment from, it needs to be in that headspace. It can't be like, I'm going to force myself to sit in front of the piano and play. I, this is fun. You like it. <laughs> I really like what Orion said about like, even if you're just taking a few minutes to text someone back, for instance, like mm -hmm. just I love that one. put all <laughs> your energy into that. The idea of compartmentalizing, mm -hmm. just like, okay, for five minutes, all I'm going to do is text back this person that I haven't texted back in months because their message was so thoughtful. And I feel like I'm not in the right headspace to answer. Right. That's not for my real life or anything. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like before I did this podcast with you, I was like, okay, I have 30 minutes. I could be cleaning my new apartment and I feel like I should, but also I feel like I should just sit down and like empty my inbox. Like I'm going to be on the computer anyway. I'm just going to do some housekeeping stuff on the computer. And I did, mm -hmm. I like devoted all my energy to that and it feels really good. Good. <laughs> good. Great. Love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for you. Um, are you ready for the next one? Yes. Is it okay. Ginger? It is Ginger. Let me pull it up. All right. So for the pickle poll about burnout, your dear mother's answer <laughs> is that burnout looks like to me being sad and not stepping back and seeing there is a bigger picture. But all I can see are the things that are overwhelming me. And that's what burnout looks like to your mom. Great question, as always. Love you. <laughs> I forgot to answer part B, what do I do about burnout? And so I would say going to the beach or just seeing some body of water is one way I cope. And of course, I read my Bible. That's a really big picture. But I try to do something that makes me laugh, even just a funny show on TV, uh, Netflix, The Office, yes. something like that. So that's how <laughs> I tend to cope with burnout. Is she not adorable? Yes. <laughs> I was just about to say, I love this person's accent. And then she's like, your mother. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yes, uh, we love Ginger Lou on Pickles and Vodka. She's been a guest a few times. Yeah, so I like, again, mentioning big picture. I think you mentioned that mm -hmm. earlier. It's like, it's really hard to see the big picture when you are caught in this cycle of burnout. Yeah. And sometimes you do just have to like remove yourself from your regular environment. Like go to the beach, you know, go... To a coffee shop. I don't know. Loved that just specifically because, you know, I grew up in Michigan. So I was around large bodies of water. <laughs> People that have never seen the Great Lakes, you can't see the other side. No, it's not an ocean, but they're pretty damn big. <laughs> oh my God. Did I tell you that my very first job is working at a hot dog stand on Lake Michigan? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It really does feel like the ocean, but it's really, yeah. really cold and like the water's clearer. Yeah. In the ocean. I miss it so much. But yeah, and great for your mental health. 
but yeah, like that's the, the same thing is especially like now me being in Missouri, I feel like this is this is the first place I've lived for a long time where I'm just kind of like there's there's no big bodies of water near me. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not Michigan, it's not Chicago, it's not an ocean. There's just like a little puddle here and there. <laughs> so how do you scratch that itch, if you will? now or do you even i i don't that was a big driving factor that i said from the beginning why i usually visit my parents in michigan at christmas time and i said this year i want to go in summer i want to have beach days i want to stand and look out and see all the sand and water and just take it in yeah it's a it's a great distraction like sometimes you literally do have to physically remove yourself. Um, but yes. you can, she was talking about TV shows and like reading and stuff. Like there are ways you can mentally remove yourself as well. Do you have anything like that? Yeah, I like that too, because I mean, that's more how I deal, I think with like heavy depression and having no motivation from depression rather though, like we said, burnouts can be kind of connected. Yeah, but, I said earlier that like it was a symptom like yeah. Depression can be a symptom of burnout and vice versa. They're not unrelated. They're, they're in a Venn diagram for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was just funny because that has actually become one of my solutions sometimes is I started um finding random uh stand up shows on Netflix and I'll just put that on because it's just kind of like if if something can make me laugh, that's going to <laughs> just yes. make this a little bit better podcasts are great <laughs> yes with two hilarious co-hosts yeah um obviously listen to pickles and vodka and your burnout will be cured <laughs> yes or maybe we'll just make you think about it more you'll realize you have burnout from listening to this and we'll stress you yeah. out even more <laughs> that's what was going on <laughs> in that Thanks case the problem guys <laughs> i mean self-awareness is very important too much yes. self-awareness on the other hand uh yeah <laughs> fuck what was I gonna say about what we we're just talking about I, I don't think I can save you this time sometimes the best thing that you can do to just pull yourself from the depths of your brain is just putting the stupidest shit on and watching it I'm trying to think of a good example I mean yeah, the office and- isn't stupid but <laughs> and I think that is um a good way too because I think like an important thing <laughs> about what you're doing there is removing yourself mm-hmm. and you in know, a healthy like, way yeah and and one of the first things I think of is like physically removing yourself because sometimes yes when when you get like so deep in your head like that then even if it doesn't sound like it's going to help just be like I'm going to force myself to leave my apartment and go to a different place mm-hmm. even the same way yeah like talking about the tv shows is that it's just kind of like my brain is stuck in this spot and it does not want to laugh it does not want to think lighthearted, and it's just kind of like I'm gonna make it concentrate on that and put it in a different spot but then the downside of that can be just numbing yourself out yeah and that's a whole other issue like that's why this topic is so tricky because it really sucks and it's so pervasive so yeah this advice we're getting is great and I'm excited to listen to more we have one more voicemail it's funny because like Orion I think was going on a walk you can hear like birds and kids in the background yeah I heard that (laughs) good for you Mm -hmm. good for you going on a walk I was thinking that at first like does he have children (laughs) no I hear them in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This next voicemail that we're about to play has to do with birds as well. So this is from Alyssa, who has sent in numerous voicemails before in responses to previous pickle polls. We love her on the show. And yeah, I'm just going to play it. 
<laughs> this is a good one. Um, <laughs> good start. Do you have to cope with burnout or do you just kind of like power through it? Because um, I definitely just power through it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am one of those people who will run on empty for so long and just that's my general existence um, is just perpetual burnout. I end up punishing myself in one way or another when I get really bad burnout. Like right now I'm in, I'm in a horrible burnout phase, um, which is why I was laughing at this question um, because I am so tired all the time and I have to do things. I have to get up and go. I have school. I have work. I have horrible brain fog because of you know, one reason or another, not getting enough protein, this, this, and that. And I end up sacrificing my health. But on top of that, things I like to do, things I love to do uh, for those things that have to be done because I will collapse and I have to get the things done that I need to get done before that happens. And then it just becomes a, a cycle where basically I just keep doing that, where I sacrifice something that I want to do or I sacrifice a, a proper meal, or I sacrifice mm. a, a mental health day, or I sacrifice reading a book for things like work and school and projects and, you know, even even things that I have to do end up getting sacrificed, like uh, things that are considered um, lesser on the scale, like commissions, you know, when I'm making my, or my art commissions, a lot of times, it takes me like I have a commission right now that's been sitting there waiting for me to paint it for a month now because I can't bring myself to do it because I'm so fucking tired all the time. I don't mean lesser in the way that people think. Like I, I prioritize commissions a lot, but they're not time sensitive and that's what I mean. Uh, Goddess knows I would love to make art my career or at the very least be the thing that helps me pay to drive three hours to mortuary school <laughs> every day, you know? Um, but it, it just it doesn't pay the bills as much. So it, in on that scale of what do I have to do to pay rent, it's on the lesser scale, unfortunately. And, you know, school and work are the, the, the main things that just kind of are always going. And I'm always pushing myself to constantly keep going and everything else gets sacrificed in the meantime. It's not quite a coping mechanism as much as it is a, I guess you could call it an unhealthy coping mechanism where I just kind of sacrifice things that should bring me joy for things that have to get done. And there's always things that have to get done and I'm so tired that I never squeeze in the things that I wanna get done because of it. it I just don't even bother. And that's, a, that's the saddest part is that I don't bother squeezing it in. I don't bother pushing it in anywhere because I'm so tired that all I want to do at the end of the day is just put a pillow over my head and sleep. Yes. <laughs> or not even just sleep, but just not think. You know, mm -hmm. art mm -hmm. takes time. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes thought. You know, same with everything else. And so it becomes this thing where... Uh, you know, reading a book takes effort, it takes thought, it takes presence, mental presence, things that I don't have at the end of a long day. And every day is really long lately. 
Yes. I recently did a donation drive for a parrot rescue in Texas, and um, it was awesome. I got a really great turnout, and I should be excited, but all it was is, all I'm thinking is, okay, now I have to get these printed out. I got to make sure they're properly trimmed. I got to make sure that they're properly wrapped. I got to make sure that I get my thank you letters out. I got to make sure that I get all of these shipped out to UPS. I got to make sure I drive to UP fucking S. (laughs) And it becomes this thing where everything takes effort. And I'm not saying it's not worth it. It absolutely is anything to, to, to help, you know, it's just one of those things where something that should excite me is exhausting because I'm so burnt out, you know, um, my in-laws were talking about getting a dog and they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it's just another responsibility for me. And that was, that was the truth. You know, it's just one thing that to add to my list of other things. So the gist of it is basically I cope with burnout by sacrificing things that I enjoy and things that should excite me because it's just extra work. And it's that form of self-preservation but it's not really self-preservation, if that makes sense. Oh my God, this is another really I know. relevant like, one. First of all, hello, Alyssa. I did not realize that I apparently was cloned at some point. <laughs> this is exactly oh, how I oh, feel. Before we continue, before we continue, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Alyssa's art page on Instagram. Ooh, yeah. Her username is at underscore flesh underscore daddy underscore. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so go follow her. She's a really talented artist and she's another friend of the pod. Um, But yeah, Lauren, what are your fucking thoughts on this one? Oh, the idea that you just like push yourself and keep going and sacrifice everything else is, oh, that hit me so hard. For real. And that's just drives home what we've been saying is that burnout doesn't have to come from bad stuff. Yeah. And that's what I feel like we've had a lot of time recently at my work. It's one of the downsides I think of having a very small office is if you suddenly get busier, you have very few people to spread all the extra work among. And so we've just, we've had a ton to do and everybody's doing like five different jobs. It feels like, and Mm -hmm. well, we're desperately trying to hire people, but that can't happen instantly. And yeah. So I feel like I've just had a lot of weeks where it's like, I will push myself and push myself. Like I got to get through this week. I got to get through this week at work. And if I can just get through this week, then I have a weekend. And five weeks later, you're still telling yourself that. Well, yeah. And, and also, you know, like I get to the weekend and it's not until like Sunday afternoon where I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, well now I feel alive enough that I could do something with this free time. <laughs> it's like, I need yes. all of Saturday to just kind of like lay there and nap and not move. I think it was Orion who was saying like, when all your free time is spent recovering, it's so exhausting and it's it truly feels like there's no end in sight sometimes because then you feel cheated (laughs) yeah this was supposed to be my free time and I had to use it all to recoup after all my busy time Mm -hmm. yeah it it truly sucks and especially like (sighs) I mean going back to my own personal example like the podcast was something that I had to not sacrifice, but I was about Mm -hmm. to, like, I was getting to that point where I was like, should I really be doing this? Because it's just, it's taking more and more of my time and energy that I don't really have. And it's resulting in a a worse, worse content. Right. You know, like even when you do try to invest like fragments of energy into things that you love, 
that energy is not like as full capacity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not able, like, let's say you can, you practice piano for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but you're so burnt out that like you make a ton of mistakes and you're not able to focus. And then before you know it, 20 minutes is over and you feel like you didn't get anything done yeah. and you're more frustrated <laughs> than ever. Mm-hmm. And also I was just thinking, and you know, this kind of goes back to the idea that we said, like, it can be related to depression, but they're not interchangeable. Exactly. Something I've been that in my last um, appointment with my psychiatrist that we talked about, because that is our main thing is we're working on um, what med combo or whatever is going to most help the depression. And when I was talking to her last time, I said, you know, like, here's a weird thing that's been going on lately is I am very familiar with the idea of just kind of like not wanting to get up and not wanting to do anything, even if it's something fun, because I just have no motivation and it's all like depression focused. But I said, recently, there's been things that I want to do and that I've looked forward to having free time to doing. But when the time comes, I said, I do, I feel that like extreme, just like tiredness and can't, like, Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not going to have the energy to get through it. But I said, like, instead of the depression, it's like, I'm angry about it when I realize that because I'm like, I really wanted to do mm-hmm. this. So that's like, that's I said, it's like a foreign thing to me because I'm like, the motivation is actually there. I'm used to it not being and just yeah. kind of like, I just am going to be a bump on a log. Exactly. Like you do give a shit. Yeah. Like with burnout, <laughs> I think it's different that you actually do have the desire mm-hmm. and maybe like the motivation to do stuff, but the energy just isn't there and it's, it's not entirely conscious. So if you do have burnout, like don't blame yourself. Yeah. I think of it like, I really want to go and do this activity with some friends. And it's just kind of like, if you know, you're not going to be able to, what I think of it is it's like, I can't force myself to go do it. And then, you know, like in 15 minutes, be like, Hey guys, I got to go home and take a nap. Sorry. And that's the thing. Sometimes like Alyssa used the word sacrifice mm-hmm. a lot. You do need to sometimes yes. sacrifice things. If you know you are low on energy, like let's say you're a video game character and you know your energy <laughs> bar is yep. low, maybe don't try to climb the mountain and searching for gold if you have like 20% energy because yes. you're just not going to make it. And what? it's going to be frustrating. Game over. Find a camp, <laughs> recharge. <laughs> yes. Oh shit, there's something else I was going to say about her voicemail. Oh my God. Oh, speaking of energy, eating regularly, like she talked uh, about yeah, sacrificing I, I like a proper meal. Like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Especially when she said protein, because uh-huh. like I've been moving in the last week. I have not had time to eat all the time. When I have, it's been just like either a, a piece of pizza or like crackers or something easy, but I haven't been getting enough protein and it really has been fucking me over. I would imagine. <laughs> And it's like, okay, I kind of fucked myself over here, but now my stomach is in knots all the time from anxiety and Mm -hmm. like wondering what I'm missing. And so when I do have time to eat, it's harder. And I mean, that's hard for anyone, but especially if you have struggled with eating disordered stuff, it's kind of, that can lead to even more sinister ways. Yeah, it's like circumstance might make it so that you can't properly feed yourself for a while but then like as soon as your body kind of like gets used to it then yeah it messes Mm -hmm. with your mind and you're just like well I can keep going like this (laughs) it's like Orion was saying with the drugs and the alcohol Mm -hmm. and stuff like that like it's not being burnt out is not your fault and it's it's a pretty normal thing that no cause for alarm but it can lead 
to habits that can really fuck you up. And that's the danger of it, I think. Right before recording this, I had a spoonful of peanut butter. (laughs) I've done that before, so I'm familiar. Monster and peanut butter, like breakfast or champions. Uh, But no, really, I'm trying to, and also we don't have any food in the kitchen. So I'm going to go grocery shopping later and set myself up for success by getting stuff that's like easy to eat and has protein and like enough calories. That is one of my go-tos where it's just kind of like, okay, I am fading fast and I just need something in my stomach to give me energy. It's like, I'll just dip a spoon in the peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, no, you know yourself better than anyone. Like, you know, when you're starting to slip mm-hmm. and start, you start sacrificing things here and there, you start like, I, I don't know. It's- Unfortunately, more like Alyssa just said, I know I'm also one that will, you maybe notice it in the back of your mind, but you just keep pushing it off almost until it becomes disaster. It has yeah. to get to that point because it just keeps it. No, no, no. I can keep going. No, no, no. I got it's this. Not, it's not that big a deal. Kind of like all or nothing thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, my life, especially when you're used to being in chaos, like crisis mode all the time. When you're not, like, let's just say you're working 30 minutes late every mm-hmm. day at work and yeah. you don't think it's a big deal, but then that's 30 minutes that you usually scoop the litter or start prepping for dinner and that's 30 minutes you don't have to do those things anymore and so then you start feeling I don't have time to do this I got to catch up but I'm so tired I don't feel like it so I'm just going to treat myself and like have a beer instead and watch tv and it it doesn't sound very bad it sounds like a normal situation but if it happens regularly you're kind of in trouble it's a fine thing for one day but when it builds up that's when you yeah so know yourself like Lauren, what are the signs for you that you are slipping into burnout? Now that we've talked about it, now that we kind of know more about what it looks like, I don't know. Did you learn anything surprising about yourself? I mean, it is still a hard one for me to answer. And I'm going back to saying because I will blatantly ignore it. And I actually relate that to um, just kind of how I've always been. Well, growing up, my family didn't have a lot of money. And so, yeah. <laughs> and so one thing is I was a pretty healthy kid and we moved when I was seven, at which point all basic kid vaccines and things like that were taken care of. And so I never had a regular doctor when I was a kid. Hmm. My mom was just like, well, you were never really sick. So, you know, you didn't, you didn't get regular checkups. We didn't take you to it. I'm like, I mean, (laughs) I feel like the only time that I ever saw a doctor between seven and 22 was (gasps) when I got hit by a car on my bike. (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, so how old were you? 22 when that happened? No, I was 12 when that happened, but I'm just saying like, that's the only time in the like seven to 22 span that I probably saw a doctor. I mean, I feel like that's pretty common. Like, I mean, not just if you don't have health insurance like me, but like, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm not sick. Like why waste time and energy and sometimes money to go to the doctor? Yeah. And I think especially because like I said, I was set up that way. I mean, when I'm seven, eight and nine, my mom is not taking me to a doctor. She's saying you're healthy. You don't need to. So when I grew up, I said like, well, I'm not sick. And I spent all the time being like, as long as I don't have like a detached limb or I physically am unable to breathe, then I'm just kind of like, I don't think this requires. I'm like, I'm sure that it'll go away. I can. (laughs) Have you noticed over the years that that attitude has led to 100%. I'm really bad at taking care of my physical health too, until I absolutely Mm -hmm. have to. Like you said earlier, and it's not good. 
<laughs> have you found ways over the years of like taking better care of your or maintaining your physical health I guess maintenance is key yeah honestly like maintenance is the key to preventing burnout I think and it's not as radical as you might think it could mean just well what what does it mean for you <laughs> I mean for one thing since I do have health insurance and a doctor that I see now I mean, I don't see very often. So proud of, of you. But, but I do at least at the bare minimum, I try to listen to, you know, like they'll send you um, in my email, they'll, they'll send a reminder that it's like, oh, it's time, you know, for your yearly visit or it's time for you to get this done. I'm like, okay, I'll at least do that. <laughs> Thank God for reminders. Thank goddess for reminders. Yes. <laughs> Although this time I was, I have actually been thinking about it recently. I don't know if they just like, I got missed or what. So I was like, hmm, the last time that I saw my doctor was July of last year. So I'm just like, you missed your reminder. I guess I got to do this myself and I'm not very good at that. <laughs> so for me, I didn't go to the OBGYN until I was like 25. Oh my God, I was like 30. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, part of that is because I didn't have health insurance until then. <laughs> I just grew up in a really religious household. And, uh, <laughs> well, that's a whole other episode, but because I didn't go until that late, I just don't really think it's a big deal if I miss years. Yeah, same here. <laughs> and it's not good. It's, I would not recommend. Like at this point, do not do it's that. It's probably been three years since my last one. I'm like, shit, I need to, they can't let it go that long. <laughs> yeah. That and also, um, I am 40 now and that's when you're supposed to start getting your boobies squished. I haven't done that yet. Oh, can't wait for that. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> The mammogram episode. Yes. Wait, is that what it's called? The yes. mammogram? Is that, that's what that is, right? I thought you meant, is it called, See, I don't is even it called know. getting your boobies squished? <laughs> like, you know, it's... Well, that's the scientific name. Yes. <laughs> a lay person calls it a mammogram. <laughs> You're right. A lay person. We're professionals <laughs> on this podcast. A boobies squishogram. Yes. A boobies squish. So Lauren's going to prepare herself for boobie squishing. And I don't know what we're even talking about anymore. Tangent. Go get, get your boobies squished so you don't experience burnout. Right. That's how it works. If, if you do have boobies, if not, well, you're kind of screwed. I'm sorry. I think we need like a tangent alarm that we can play whenever we realize that we're totally <laughs> off track. That would be so annoying and also so great. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I what would the tangent alarm sound like to you? Like, what do you, um, maybe it could tangent. <laughs> yes. Like a star search, like tangent. <laughs> You're the musician. Come up with a sting. Like, okay. <laughs> I'll work on that for next time. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to say about burnout, except that it sucks and I'm trying to get out of it. And I mean, talking about it really does help. And I really appreciate all the great advice that we got. Yeah, like it was surprisingly great to hear so many people relate. And I am uh, moderately apprehensive knowing, like I said, in November, I'll be in your place moving. Moving is stressful. And on top of everything that's oh. already stressful, I'm just kind of looking forward to like, oh, this is going to be hard. Well, <laughs> I think I said recently that I was just like, I am so excited to be moved. I'm not excited to move. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I'm done with the moving mm -hmm. and I am moved, but there's still so much to do. Yes. I'm trying to just tell my, like, look at the bigger picture, wrapping this up. Like a few people said, like Ginger Lou said, looking at the big picture and realizing, okay, if I don't clean 
such and such today, nothing bad's going to happen. Let's mm-hmm. say I just want to go on a walk instead. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to beat myself up over that because I know it's going to get done eventually. Yeah. That doesn't really apply to stuff with like time limits, I guess. No, but, but it's a start. But at the same time, I mean, it makes me think of when I, when I worked at the company that sold trailers, I did like the billing for them. Like I, I wasn't actually like building a trailer. <laughs> I was in the office, yeah, <laughs> doing the, their billing. But um, some people would get like so stressed out about these little things not going on. And that's what she always used to say, like, you know what? At the end of the day, we're not saving lives. We're not performing <laughs> brain surgery. We're selling trailers. <laughs> I mean, brain surgeons must get burnt out too. Oh my gosh. Any kind of surgeon must. Well, we are not surgeons. And you're right. Just like looking at the bigger picture and being like, okay, how important is this actually? And that was the thing. Yeah. It's like, even if it was on a time limit, it's like, oh, what happens? So somebody didn't get their trailer when they wanted to. Exactly. The world will still survive. (laughs) Yeah. There's been a few times I've had to like put out this podcast late or skip a week. Mm -hmm. That's why after four years, we only have 94 episodes. But everyone is always so understanding and it's been so help- healthy for me establishing boundaries in the podcast world to start establishing those same sorts of boundaries in real life. Mm-hmm. Like taking a sick day once in a while yes. if my <laughs> mental health is really suffering and like people usually don't care as much as you think they will. And if they do, then maybe they're not the best for you. <laughs> True. Also, I love that like we are co-hosts and we have been friends for a while, but like there's still so much we don't know about each other. And I really enjoy finding out these little tips bits about you like you used to work at a trailer company <laughs> I know that's fun like some of the topics that I've thought of us talking about I've thought of that too is like I'm gonna find out things that I do not know <laughs> this will be fun yes <laughs> listeners you are along for the ride <laughs> of our our friendship yes. I love it um okay I think that's about it yeah everyone follow us on all the social things leave us reviews because I hear that helps a lot yeah give us reviews and we want to get rich and famous so that our pets can have better lives <laughs> exactly that's all that matters and yeah uh, we're gonna be putting out another pickle poll next week so next episode we will be discussing a topic of lauren's choosing that i don't know about that's right. so i'm really excited <laughs> for that and then next week we will also be putting out a brand new pickle poll so follow the socials to be the first to hear about it and again if you want to send in a voicemail not just about the pickle polls but about anything uh go to anchor.fm slash pickles and vodka spelled out and just click message and record as many one minute clips as you want honestly we are almost getting good at listening to these voicemails and they are so great (laughs) yes um but yeah we'll see you next week Bye. bye hello friends it's christina again as always thank you for listening if you want to support pickles and vodka you can give us a rating or a review on apple podcasts follow us on facebook and instagram pickles and vodka podcast if you could relate to anything at all we talked about today or you just want to say hi email me at pickles and vodka podcast at gmail.com or dm me on instagram at pickles and vodka podcast stay safe and have a good week bye